Welcome to the Wet Bandits Podcast, Season 3, I think it's Episode 8, might be 9, might something. meant to look it up before. I'm sitting awfully tall, I don't know, I'm on the throne today. Yeah, dude. Um, you like that? I don't. <laughs> you like that? I don't. <laughs> I'm actually really uncomfortable, um, but I, I guess I'm going to overcome, I'm going to overcome dude. it. I was what? going to take my stool out of my car, but I know I would forget it <laughs> <laughs> the next show. Yeah, you can't do it now. I can't do it. No. Um, so you're listening to the Wet Bandits podcast, like we just mentioned. Um, we always have to do housekeeping. First, maybe most important thing that we never do. Yes. My name is Mike Ward. Wheezy. The Wet Bandit. Yo, Sam Baird, Slammy B. That's right. Slammy B. Those were nicknames bestowed upon us. We did not give them to us, even for purposes of this podcast. But now you know who we are. Yep. And we are in a 90s cover band called The Wet Bandits. You uh, accept Wheeze for short? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. Call me what you want. What, like WZ? You could just use my real name if you want. (laughs) But no. Uh, Yeah. So I usually, you know, I, I actually call... Like our mascot, not our mascot, our logo. Uh-huh. I refer to him as Bandit. Yeah. Like I give him the name Bandit. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my mind, like he's Wheezy the Wet Bandit. Oh, and yeah. so when I, when people started calling me Wheezy, like I kind of became Wheezy the Wet Bandit. Mm-hmm. To, so I'm not synonymous with our logo, but I don't know. I use the same nickname as the logo, I guess. You should, man. But anyway, um, so we do, well now, as we're in season three, we do 90s discographies. We cover the evolution of <clears throat> 90s bands. We use the 90s band uh, term loosely. Uh, we'll, we'll play with it as much as we can to get the bands we want onto the po- podcast. <laughs> podcast only. Yes. So, strictly a 90s band. Yeah, right. But not strictly a 90s podcast. Correct. Strictly a 90s band. Like when people come up and ask us <laughs> at gigs, what's the most recent one we got? <laughs> at the birthday party, we got asked to do... Um, I don't know. Something... Something like uh, like John Mellencamp or yeah, which they're prob- there's probably it's some- always like seventies or eighties. Yeah, we get like- a lot of eighties. Yeah, dude, here's the thing with the eighties cover bands. I know there are some of you out there who are probably like really into eighties cover bands. Let me start by saying very condescendingly, <laughs> you probably think you're more into eighties cover bands than you actually are into 80s cover Because that's all there is. That's all there is. There's only 80s. Right. There's only 80s cover bands. And it's it's so... The 80s cover band is really tired. Right? Yeah. Like that... Like, I don't think... I don't see too many new ones popping up because the market's so saturated with mm-hmm. them. But also, like... um, And I, I get this. Like, most people 
in a manner of speaking, we are at a show every weekend because we're playing in it. Yeah. You know? So, like, for us, if we were to have to go to an 80s cover band show every weekend, I'd want to just blow my brains out. Right? Like, it's... I don't... If I never hear Don't Stop Believing Again, it'll be too soon. Dude, please no. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so tired. But people know that that's what cover bands do. And so... I think in some respects, when people come out to see a cover band, the reason they're doing it is because they feel like they're in the mood for that. So, uh, like, you know what I mean? They've already decided. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I can't wait to hear some Billie Jean tonight. Yeah. Or some, you know, uh, the Don't Stop Believing. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, play Journey. But really, they just mean that song. But if you played any other Journey song, they'd yeah. be like, oh, this, what is this? But soon enough, people will be like, oh, 90s. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's already only natural. Like, right. Yeah. There's already the like '90s bar crawl yeah. thing that I will troll till the end of time. <laughs> like when I see those ads on Facebook, I'm like, I- I'll call. First, there's usually like spelling errors, so I'll usually be that guy who oh, corrects man. their grammar. Like you were in that uh, adult diaper yeah, pamphlet. Totally. Here. Yep. I mean, that was a. I get the '90s bar crawl is a business too, but at least that is supposed to come off as like fun and carefree, but. But like the '90s diaper thing, like they're trying to make money. Yeah, like they're trying to. That's a legitimate 90s business. '90s diaper. '90s diaper. <laughs> no, that's a that's the space age diaper tech. <laughs> I promise I'm gonna write a review. I still haven't written a review. Oh yeah. I peed in that diaper twice, so it was a high quality diaper. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, couldn't I, have run in it like they piss on my floor, man. So <laughs> that's right. I didn't. Um, Kid pissed in a shoe at the store the other day. Oh my god! How old? Uh, three or four. Oh, okay. But so what happened? I work at a running specialty store. For those of you that don't know, that means like we sell shoes that are like designed to be run in, along with some other stuff. But this mom was in and she was trying a bunch of shoes, and when she took the first pair off, the kid like put on the ones she had just tried on and walked over to the treadmill and just pissed himself on the treadmill. And these other two ladies were in there too. And she was, and they were like, um, I think your son had an accident. And she's like, Oh no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so he peed in the shoe. And so obviously we can't sell that shoe anymore. So what, I had to email the company. What do you do with the shoe? Well, when people bring back shoes, which by the way is something you shouldn't do. Okay, here's a soapbox that I'm about to get on. And I can do it. If if I was at work, my boss would be like, shh, don't, don't say this. But since I'm not at work, I'm going to tell you people like it is. It, one, one joke we have at our store is that we want one day to be able to tell people like actually what we're, what we're thinking. And that's, that sounds more sinister than it is. But a lot of times you you don't have the chance to explain to people like what they're actually asking of right. you. Right. Yeah. Right. That, so, that's a cool thing. Right. Yeah. So here is when you go to any retail store uh-huh. and you buy something and you wear it, you have ruined it. Yeah. Okay. It's like driving a car. Like the value of that thing uh, plummets, falls off a cliff after you leave with it. Now with a shoe, if you leave it at Shoes are the best example I can give. If you leave with the shoes in a box, you can bring them back, and obviously it's fine. You can usually even wear them in your house. But some people, their feet. This is it. This is the first thing that comes to mind, and this is not. I'm not. This is not racist. 
which is a bad way to start a sentence. But it was pro- an Indian mm-hmm. gentleman, I think. And his like house must have really smelled like curry. Yeah. Because like when he came back, he returned his shoes. They were clean as could be, but they the insides of them mm. smelled like curry. Yeah. Pleasant smell, but a customer probably doesn't want their shoes to smell yeah. like curry straight out of the box. So they want that, to smell like new rubber. They want them to smell new. Yeah. So all I would, what I generally would want to say to a person is, like, yeah, I I'm fine with you returning this shoe like looking new but smelling like curry. But can you imagine this person getting ready to buy that shoe uh-huh. and it's smelling like curry? That's what people aren't thinking about. Is is they. And, and that's even a bad example because it's usually even less obvious things. Mm. Like people, people will come in with a shoe that's just dirty on the bottom. No yeah. big deal. I wouldn't care at all. But we can't assume that the customer won't care. So when a customer brings back a shoe um, and they're like, oh, I just wore it. They always lie. By the way, they're yeah. like, I, I never wore it. I, I wore them once in the house. And it's like you can tell by looking at it that they didn't wear it once in the yeah. house. That's why you shouldn't lie to people who do this for a living. <laughs> right? Like when people, I'm sure, like I've lied to my dentist for sure. Oh, but yeah. I who hasn't lied? Right. But I guarantee you, bro, do you lie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you. Do you lie, man? <laughs> I guarantee you the dentist can tell. If you're lying, Dude, of like course. when I was teaching school, you can always tell when kids are cheating. You can always tell. Yeah. You can see it happening. Were you a teacher that like kind of let the kids get away with it or were you be like, no, honestly, I let them get away with it because if I didn't, it was like, if, if you tried to call every kid on cheating, you'd never get anything done. Yeah. Yeah. They all would cheat so much. So you do the classic, like you'd like call out to the class. Like, hey, quit looking at yeah. everybody's stuff. Um, honestly, and this is the truth. Normally, they're cheating off someone just as dumb as they are. Yeah. And so, Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, it's just like, no one... Because I did that in school. Me too. Um, it's just weird. Like, a weird yeah. phenomenon. Well, what it is, yeah, but the phenomenon is rooted in a little bit of truth, which is that if both of you have the same thing, there's a better chance that you're right. You know, you, yeah. at least you'd think that. My but, tests were really hard, though. But it's not like I'm comparing answers. I'm just looking strictly for their answers, you know? Oh, oh. I was an answer comparer. No, Le- not uh. me. <laughs> not. Um, it was mostly homework. Oh, okay. That's different. Yeah. Um, I'm talking really mostly tests. But, yeah, so, like, <laughs> when kids would cheat, man, it was just like, I, and I said exactly what I said to you to them. I'd be like, look, there's no use cheating you guys. Like, the guy sitting next to you is probably just as dumb as you are. And, you know, we'd laugh. But I was kind of serious. <laughs> <laughs> Would you um, ever make, like, two exams? I can't remember. That would be the kind of thing I would do, but yeah. I don't think I probably did. Here's what, because I was, I was like, I took my test, like, for, like, seriously. Uh-huh. Like, when I did a multiple choice, I'd put an answer that was right, and then I'd put like the other two of the three other answers at least. I would I knew what the kids would think they were supposed to do and do it wrong, and I'd put those answers. I wouldn't put like one answer and oh, then yeah. three other answers that were like kind of close. I'd know what they would what mistake they would make and get that answer and put it in there. So like you 
you know, that's one blessing of multiple choice mm -hmm. is that if you feel like if you get it wrong, none of the answers will show up. I'd do it so if they got it wrong, that answer would be on there. So, dude, you asshole. I was, a, <laughs> dude, yeah. My tests were the hardest. And I don't, I guess I, I didn't intend for them to be uh -huh. as difficult. But like every time the grades would come in, like a lot of kids would do terrible. My school was very unique, though. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you would think from what I'm saying, like, oh, his class was really hard. Not really. There were always a couple kids who would get 100% on literally everything I did. Yeah. Because it wasn't that hard. It's just the discrepancy, the disparity between the best and everyone else was huge. Mm -hmm. Bigger than any school I've ever been educated in, taught in, worked in, whatever. Like, the last school where I taught was extremely unique hmm. in that way so that made it extra hard to teach because yeah. it's like you you don't want to make it even simpler for these kids who it's already pretty easy mm -hmm. for them but then you also don't want to like completely leave behind all these yeah. other kids that's the struggle of um, the american education system so yeah um that was quite a tangent yeah uh where did that start dude Dude, who knows? We we just went one into breath. The cosmos. That's where it started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one <So>. word. <laughs> hey, don't forget the hashtags. Hashtag Richard Patrick. Hashtag Cooking with Gas. Hashtag Five Stars Only. That's oh my, my God! This is the other bookkeeping thing we haven't done yet, you guys. Please subscribe first, rate second, review third. They're all important, but the most important thing is subscribe. Let me tell you why. I've got a sad story for you. About a week ago, there was a real like upstart, uh, but but uh, pie in the sky, wide eyed, bushy, bright eyed, bushy tail. Oh, get on with it already! <laughs> podcast <laughs> Take forever. <laughs> podcast called the Wet Bandits Podcast, and we had had several months in a row of increased downloads. And we were up against, they, they sorry, <laughs> they were up against a wall this month because there were only four Tuesdays. The previous month there had been five. So with Dude, an extra pass, episode. we pass the test? We didn't. We didn't? Dude, we even cheated and put out an emergency episode yeah. last Friday. Is that what that was, was only, about? No, that wasn't okay. why we did that. I think we needed to put that out. Yeah. So if you haven't heard already, which from the numbers, many of you haven't, there, there, we put out an emergency uh, album release day episode for Fear Inoculum, which is the album we're going to go into in depth today. But that needed to be done. You know, you need to, when you're doing, when you're in the midst. Dude, you of, were into it. You're like, okay, man, like, oh, dude, you're like the only person I can talk to about this. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. dude, this, this, this is insane, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All of that's true. But nevertheless, I told you last week when we were recording, we're going to do it. Yeah. Like with even with only four episodes, we're going to do because we were easily on pace to pass last month, uh -huh. and then we missed it by like not very like six downloads yeah. or something. Now, if you count, and I have that's just from our hosting site. If you count SoundCloud, which I don't, um, but I should. If I start counting SoundCloud, we're definitely up. So even even compared to the last month, even if you don't count the emergency episode. So we're doing okay. Uh, but hey, 
please subscribe. The subscribes help. Make us look good. All right? Dude, yeah. I think, what, I think we're... What, like, what in order would you like the subscriptions to be? What do you mean? You mean rate, review, subscribe? I mean, like, YouTube... Oh, SoundCloud. oh, oh, subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. However you do it, like whether it's Apple Podcasts or Google or Stitcher or whatever. Um, I, I like that. Sub- and also, uh, what it's follow us on SoundCloud. That would yeah. be the other one. And then, you know, we're also on YouTube when we have the videos up. There's been a couple, like the emergency episode, we couldn't do a video really. But um, the you subscribe on YouTube. If you like watching people talk, which I genuinely yeah, do, me too. Like I, th- I think <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I, it's I like those there. radio yeah. shows that you can watch on TV. Yeah. So, um, and sometimes you see us dance, dance and high five, just whatever. Crazy, yeah, a lot of crazy things. Yeah. So man. subscribe <laughs> on YouTube. We're trying to work out Spotify too. It's yeah. a there's so Spotify is a bit of a mystery, but we're working on it. Mystery. Also, hey, hey, if you don't follow us on the social media, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. All right, we got. Facebook.com slash wet bandits band. We're almost at twelve hundred on Facebook. Inst- I know. Instagram, uh, wet bandits band, all that. Twitter, yeah. wet bandits band. Uh, I'm gonna debate something out loud. I never wanted to have a separate podcast, Instagram, Facebook, but yeah. that day might be coming. You think so? Um, maybe for Instagram, not for Facebook. I don't yeah. think. But the reason I say that is because I think that that. Is in, I think some people are confused on Instagram because you your reach to people who don't usually follow you is a lot uh-huh. bigger on Instagram. So I think on Instagram, if people are looking for podcasts, they're not looking for something like with the name of what Bandits Band or whatever. Yeah. So, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Anyway, that's a debate we can have another time. We got to get into it. In here is the deep dive into. I thought, uh, I thought it was up there. Well, we thought we had a... It's Fear Inoculum, you guys. It is the latest Dude, and greatest. Like... Oh, yeah. Dude, open that up and yeah. put it right here. No, no. Oh, you want people to hear it through the mic. Full volume. Keep playing that. Every once in a while, bend it. <laughs> okay, I think that's good, yeah. right? Uh, you should turn it down all the way, and we should play it, like right here, Dude, so people can you see You drain your battery, man. I ain't draining mine. Dude, it comes <laughs> with a charging cable. <laughs> um, I do have it in my car if you wanted. That's no, okay. So this is, and we're, we'll probably end up repeating a couple of things that we said in the emergency podcast. This is objectively... If you think otherwise, you're wrong. The coolest physical CD case of all times, right? It's so cool. Definitely, it's so cool. I forgot to mention that. I hope people copy it. Yeah, for sure. I forgot to mention that. I I I think we should let them see it, not oh. us. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Did they? I don't know if you'll be able to see it, but. Dude, so good. <laughs> so. 
Oh I don't think I don't think it can be turned, turned off. down all the way. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear, but the CD is still. We can just shut it. In fact, it's wrong of us to do that. It's wrong of us yeah. to play it for people because two. then they aren't going to buy it. We ain't two. Yeah, they'll be like, I saw the whole thing <laughs> on the <laughs> Wet Bandits YouTube channel. <laughs> I don't need that CD anymore. I'm moving a little it's, bit closer. Thanks. It is the coolest physical <laughs> CD case of all times. So cool, in fact that I forgot to mention this on the last episode, but it was so cool. One of my favorite things about getting CDs, this is kind of dorky, but one of my favorite things is seeing what the art on the physical disc is. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that up. And it's I, like so colorful, man. Yeah, it's really colorful. And when I got this, I completely forgot to look at it. Yeah. That's how like sweet this case is uh-huh. because I opened it in the parking lot, got freaked out by the fact that it turned on automatically and there was a video and popped it into my CD player without even looking at the physical uh-huh. disc. Like that. It's cool. That takes a lot of. It's like pink and. Yeah, it's cool looking. Yeah. So anyway. It's like compared to other. All, all, all the other ones are black. Right. Right. Know? Yeah. You're right. So. Is opiate black? Yeah. It's got like hints of red. Yeah. But it's also cool. Uh huh. It's cool. Um, so we have. Um, <laughs> so you might say that the look of their artwork has evolved a little bit. When we started this podcast, we started with Dude, a question. Dude, I just now realized like that thing in the video, yeah, is like the thing on the CD. Yeah, man. I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not great for podcasting cuz people can't see what you're talking about. That's what's about. on the CD. Did you realize that? <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a bunch of cool artwork. It's all and it's all Adam Jones again, right? Yeah. He's doing all the and art his stuff. team. Yeah, and his team. So one, okay, now it's getting frustrating that the thing won't turn off. Dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I, it's I sw- cool. Like I said, like, dude, you'll leave this in the packaging and, like, leave it in a shelving room, and it all of a sudden, like, starts talking in the middle of the night. Yeah, you man. You know, like... It is. Dude. It has powers of its own. It really does. Um, Yeah. So, we're just going to get into it, I think, because there's not really much yeah. uh, else to do. <sighs> this is really... You... you I put on Instagram that you told me you're digest you're still digesting the album, but the burps taste good. Yeah, it do, the burps do taste good, but what kind of burps taste good? Like garlic? No, because that, that yeah, it probably tastes good, but it smells bad. So yeah, even though even though it tastes good, like it leaves a bad like imprint and I was gonna p- say leaves a bad taste in your mouth, but I mean that like metaphorically. Um, hmm. What burps taste good? Uh, I think like soda burps taste oh, pretty yeah. good, like sugary burps, yeah. right? Yeah, I was, that was my next step. Anyway, that's <laughs> next topic. <laughs> yeah. What's hard about, what's difficult about covering this album is that with only four days to listen, and yeah, I think, honestly, even if I had listened to this three times a day, which by the way would take up almost four hours a day of your life just yeah. to listen to it three times... Um. I don't think I would be able to be like just rolling through like, here's what I like about this song. Here's what I like about this song. Here's what I like uh-huh. about this song because there's just too much. Well, it's like, it's like the question you ask, like what's in your car today, man? I'm like, Oh, I got some ECDC. Like, Oh cool. Like what album high voltage. And you're like, Oh cool. I know every song, but it's like, Hey man, what's in your CD? And I'm like fear inoculum. Like, Oh, what part? <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know, man. Yeah. It's like I'm lost. <laughs> Track three, I don't know. Like <laughs> don't know what it's six, called. 
minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I drove over here from my house and didn't finish a song. Yeah. That's like, I don't know when things are going to happen yet. I'm not, I don't know, like, every, every song is like, is like a television show that you haven't seen in yeah. years. Like you're familiar with the series, mm. but you don't remember every specific episode. And so it's like, you know, certain things are gonna happen because you've seen it before. Yeah. But you don't know when, or you think or you why, know, or why, or how. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's still like a little, it's still a little undercooked in my brain. Yeah. But the album itself not undercooked like it's solid i think yeah. we agree it's solid it is um an evolution again they've done See, it again i wonder if like tool is on this like goal like to just increase level of songs but still be like a uh relevant band like one of the next albums is one big song you know what I mean? Like they just keep getting longer and more dense. Yeah. Like what if that's like their Nirvana, man? They just keep yeah. like coming back until their goal is complete. Yeah, I don't know. I hope that's not that would be a neat thing to do. Yeah. But I would hope that's not I don't want that to be a band's purpose. Yeah. I don't want them to be like, well, let's see if we can just make an I hour mean, long song. Just think like if they made like yeah. But it, you know what? It would like top the billboards again. It'd be like the longest song ever. That's true. No one would be able to ever touch it. Yeah, that's true. But I guess my point is more like I don't like record making for the sake of yeah, record the, yeah. Like, I see what you're saying. Like I a gimmick. To, yeah. yeah, I want them to do it because it makes musical sense. Yeah, and that actually that's my currently my only beef with this album is I do feel like a little bit is like, okay, they're trying to make yeah. all of these 13 minutes long. But they don't feel that long. Like They really don't. Some, some of the long songs on the previous albums we've covered have felt long. And it's kind of, what's cool about Tool is like they're testing you in a way. Oh, yeah. Like, we've said that about almost every album. Yeah, but like now that I listen to this, you know, Lateral Alice is not so hard to listen to anymore. Oh, you, that's you, interesting. You know what I mean? I haven't gone back. Like, uh... You pushed yourself. Now you have more stamina, and now yeah. you can go back and like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, a- analogous to uh, athletic endeavors. Yeah, it's like you push yourself beyond your limits, and now you come back stronger. Yeah, you got to break yourself down to build yourself up, right? This album breaks you down for reals. Yeah. So that first single, let's just get into it. The first single is "Fear Inoculum." Any idea where you want to start this? Because I sure the very don't. beginning. Okay. I mean, I like the. Um, like industrial noise, I don't know what you want to call it. it sounds like a, like a someone like took their first breath. Yeah. You know, like Darth Vader. You know, how he's like weak in the beginning of Episode Three. He's like, yeah. yeah. Or he's like his oxygen is damaged. Dude, this is sweet. Now he's coming back to life. You know, he's having second thoughts about the dark side. <laughs> Was it really worth it? Or sounds like something's being moved. 
classic Danny Carey. Classic. What's he hitting? Are these his fingers? No, it's probably some sort of like electric drum. Oh, right. But maybe he does do like the actual, like legit bongo or something for the album. And just like listen to it in your headphones, like it's going like it's like a whole lot of love. Yeah, well, like a lot of songs do that. Yeah, going back and forth from yeah. left to right. Really good to listen in your car. So you didn't listen to this song um, until the album, right? Right. First time listening to it with headphones. Okay, we gotta stop. Like, <laughs> it's just, it goes on for so long. Yeah, that's basically the next few minutes. I spilled a little condensation. A little drip. A little drip. So, there's a lot of, the song's pretty cool. Like, it has one of the popular, I think, tool yeah. choruses. Yeah. You know? Um, and my one thing that I mentioned on Friday um, was that the this album isn't as punchy to me. Yeah. Like makes sense. At the chorus, when they finally get there, the you know the guitars get big, but the drums stay relatively the same level. We like, have to be careful. Like you can't like wear out your audience. You know, like yeah. Oh, this is it, and no, like it's like just yeah. Good point. Steady pace. Yeah, um, but this song, this song changes a little bit. I'm gonna skip ahead to uh, to seven minutes. Play in the middle a little bit. Uh, I will do that in a second, but I want to get to seven minutes first, where it gets to like a dance groove. Oh yeah. That's pretty unique for Tool. Yeah, I yeah. They don't do that in other songs. the The other thing I kind of said to you a few days ago was, this is the first Tool Tool album, and I'm not sure this is a complaint, but this is the first Tool album where I listened to certain songs and I was like, that sounds like other stuff they've done before. Yeah. And I don't know when you said go back to the middle a little bit. I'm not sure you were talking about this the, part. The drum part. Yes, this sounds so much like Reflection from Lateralis. Is it just like an ends? Like an instrumental. What? Is reflection part of the triad? Yes. Oh yeah. So here's here's reflection. Yeah. Well, I think that's just part of Danny Carey's style. Yeah, it's clearly like that's his that's his thing is to yeah. do that kind of. But here's back to Fear Inoculum's little breakdown here. Yeah. Again, that's not a knock, but like for people like me who aren't drummers, they sound uh-huh. real similar. Um, but again, I'm not even saying that's a complaint. Like yeah. there are lots of songs that sound similar to one another, and enough of this song is different that it doesn't bother me. It's mm. just as soon as that part came up, that yeah. was what I thought of. Yeah, um, cool song. I think it's my least favorite on really? here. Yeah, not to get ahead of ourselves too much, but um, but but I think I think. The other ones are better. Next song. Next song. Greatest intro on here, I think. 
definitely. gonna let this one play for like a minute um because like we've already said like there's it's kind of hard to do a really in-depth analysis of every song but since i mentioned that a lot of these sound similar and we've already done all these other tool albums there's parts in a lot of these that i think are reminiscent of other tool songs and i'm gonna point those out kind of as we go we're about to get a to a point in this song that sounds to me a lot like schism like the breakdown yeah yeah i know what you're saying So that's the part I'm talking about. Actually, the the notes themselves sound like the start of "Lose Yourself." I mean, yeah. <laughs> the dun, 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 that dun. open. Yeah. Yep. But um, that part reminded me of this part from Schism. Even though it's a guitar riff versus a bass riff. Yeah. See, I've, I've heard people s- talking about this, but, like, I just don't think so. I think the bass one is, like, way more bouncy. Yeah. And there's way more, like, open notes. You're right. You're right. In fact, of all the things that... The the pieces that I think sound similar, those two... Or, or that one with Schism and yeah. and Numa, th- those are the ones that are, I think, the least alike. Um, I do think that... Uh, if you go back to Numa at 325, it sounds a lot like the patient. This part's so good. It is good. And I get that the notes are different. Like it's dun da dun da dun, which is different from dun dun dun, which is the part in the patient I'm about to play here for you, but. Uh, the, my point is more that the effect is the same. I see what you're saying there. Again, I think Patient was maybe my least favorite from Lateralis, and Numa is probably my second favorite on this one. Yeah. Which does that? All that means is I, they're different songs. Yeah. I'm not trying to say that like Tool is ripping off Tool. Yeah. I'm just saying like. This has never happened to me before. Oh, it's never yeah. happened where I've been like, oh, this Tool song sounds kind of like this other Tool song from a long time ago. Um, Invincible. Oh, y- Numa, you like Numa. What, yeah. what, was there any other part of it you wanted me to play? Uh, play like, um, like the verse when the vocals come in. I'm a little early. Yeah. Or is this it? That's, yeah. 
Yeah, so I think like Maynard's like taking a step back in this album. For sure. For sure. Do you want to talk about what we talked about on Friday already? Yeah, you I mean, wait this is definitely bit. Adam Jones' record, man. This is, we, when you said that to me on Friday, we gave a, a hearty yeah. high five. Five high fives. That's right, five high fives. Because we were, we hadn't talked about it at all, and we both had that exact well, same idea. I was on idea. the way, and you're like, dude, you want me to tell you what I think? I'm like, no. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is what I was talking yeah. about. I forgot I did that. Yeah. That's exactly what I was talking about was, like, this is, I was going to text you and be like, I think this is an Adam Jones album. Yeah. This, and I think you agreed, this is the first Adam Jones album. Like, you I can, love this part right here. I'm, I'm a sucker for that shit, man. Yeah. What specifically? Like, bounce. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, new part. And then, like, Adam Jones comes in right here. And that's that Rosetta Stone, like, kind of feel. Yeah. There's a lot happening. Um, so, so yeah. The, the other albums have been either Maynard showcases, like, in 10,000 Days, or they've been... Yeah, Adam Jones is part of the rhythm section, but like rhythm rock band rhythm section, yeah. bass and drums, like it is with Lateralis, um, and I guess you could say Anima is kind of like an Adam Jones out, but not really. It's that's a Maynard album too. Yeah. Um, this is this is like an Adam Jones showcase. Um, he's doing a lot of cool stuff, and his guitar is more out front. In the I mix. mean, all the songs start out with like guitar intro, right? You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Um, without further ado, the third song, I, we haven't mentioned on this episode yet, but when you buy the physical album, you get this, the disc, which has seven tracks on Uh it, but when you, you also get the digital downloads, which have like interludes, like musical interludes. So there's more that if you get the digital album, there's more tracks, but you're, you're not getting more songs or anything. Um, so when I say track three, I'm referring to the physical disc. So track three on the physical disc is in Invincible, which is lyrically, I think, the weirdest. I think it's cool. It is. Maynard's Maynard's lyrics are usually really metaphorical, like so metaphorical you yeah. often can't make sense of them. Whereas this one is pretty like overtly. What what do you think this song's about? Oh no, it's it's more of like a story. Yeah. You know, like I don't know what he's talking about specifically, but he keeps talking when it's called Invincible and he's talking about a warrior. Like it's pretty like. But what, a warrior that's like losing. Like, oh yeah. He's been at it for a while. Now he's like getting tired. But I think that's like what makes people they like learn to move on. Sure. That's what, you know what I'm saying? Right. But the fact that you can even come up with that yeah. narrative is something compared to his other right. things yeah. that are a lot of times, unless he's come out and said what they are, uh-huh. it's like, what the hell is he talking about? Yeah. I mean, if you look at the lyrics, like he even like references like to like names of like old stories. You're like, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I really like the melodies in this song. Yeah. This is another one of those songs that is like, you've got yeah. different rhythms going on. It's like messing with your brain. You've got Danny Carey going, boom, 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 boom. And then the guitar is doing something yeah. totally different. 
That song goes on for another 10 minutes plus. But if we get to... Uh, Are you talking about that slowdown part? Yes. Well, I think so. I'm talking about this part right... Roughly right here. Sounds a lot like roughly the five-minute mark of not the album, but the song Anima, um, right, uh, right about here-ish. Right here. Not so much the ambiance as the chord progression, you know, um, but similar there, um, which is, I realize, a thing that not many people are looking for, but um, but yeah, those, those are similar too. Song's cool. I don't know if you have anything else to say about it. No, there's a lot of different parts. Like right when you think the song's going to end, it just like goes in this weird other direction. Mm-hmm. So they played Invincible when we saw them live, yeah. and they also played the next track, which is Descending. Which I have no recollection of either one. I mean, I know they happen, but you I'm, can't take in a new Tool song at a concert. I remember the part, like Invincible, like when the Adam Jones starts playing like the triplets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the drums like are going crazy on top of it. I remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but then you've got Descending, which is 1330, but it starts with like two minutes of yeah. this. But I, I think this song really picks up around six minutes. So I'm going to take you there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, there's not much else to say about it, right? Um, God, there's so much. I mean, as we're going through this, I think you're feeling it too. There's just too much. There's too much to like to cover. Yeah, it's it's more of like like you yo, need to go out and get this. It's like yo, let's have a listening sesh and like let's just talk about it. Right. Right, you yeah. gotta. You we can't. We can't sit here. It's not legal to sit here with the yeah. with the song and play the whole thing for fifteen minutes and be like, check this out, check this out, check this out. Like, you you got to get it for yourself. Um, Culling voices. This is the one that the note I made here is that this is the one kind of Maynard showcase, if there is one. Um, this one's pretty mel- Probably the most mellow. Right, but it's I. It's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, actually. And I like to rock. I'm going to skip forward mm. ahead just a little bit. 
this is when it really like starts going. Gotta hit the bendy every once in a while, bro. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it does sound like it. Oh, That's what he's doing right there, yeah. dude. This is what I mean, though. Yeah. Like, this is a... He's doing his, like, opera voice. Uh-huh. Um, it's really out front. I'm going to skip ahead to a random spot just to prove that it does rock at some point. I mean, this song might be like one of the best examples for like this album because it's like a long awaited climax. You know what I mean? Know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I picked a good spot to yeah. fast forward to. What you said is true. Like it's a that's a slow build. Yeah. Which that's not very tool. Like tool doesn't usually do like this standard like quiet louder 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 mm-hmm. climax. They usually go like back and forth. Yeah. But you're right. This one is more like that. And it just got I quieted it before it got really hard rocking, but I actually picked a pretty good place um to go to. So like at the 6 minute mark is where it starts to get the build to the really like heavy stuff, but um but then, oh my, your favorite, <clears throat> Chips Ahoy, <laughs> Chocolate Chip Trip. This is cool, man. How much of this can we do? We've lost every listener now. <laughs> um, so, like, go, like, two minutes in. All right, no, too far. Go back. What? Go I, back. How like, do you know? A minute, because I can tell. I haven't even played anything. Like, yet. right there. Yep, boom. So this is like where all the electronics come into play. Mm-hmm. We haven't explained. This is basically a drum solo. Yeah. Well, Danny Carey's doing the electronics too. He like, at the show, he started like playing, like adding each little like subdivision of like the electronic noise. And then he like, he sits down on the drums. Right. And he starts battling the robot. <laughs> In a chocolate chip yeah. trip. Where do you think that name comes from? Dude, he was probably just sitting there. He's like... You think chocolate chips are a poop reference? <laughs> Maybe. I think it's possible. The chocolate chip trip, man. I mean, that's the thing. I think people get like... He was on the toilet. high, And he started like... He heard his little turds fall yeah. into the toilet. And they went bloop, 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 bloop. And then he's like, that kind of sounds like these electronic drums. I'm going to write a song called Chocolate Chip Trip. Are you like, shut up, man. This is this is drumming at its finest. It's cool. 
It is cool. It's just cool because like everybody on Tool agree. I mean, I don't know for a fact, but like out of a seven song album, this is the sixth song, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's like, fuck yeah. Or either like, whatever, Danny. <laughs> like you do your thing, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. I mean, if that's what you want to do, <laughs> you do you. So, um, and that brings us to the last song. Yeah. Did you find a consensus on how to pronounce this? I th- it's like Tempest, right? I think it's Tempest. But I almost heard in the album, like he might, in the song, he might have said both. Oh, really? Yeah. So what was the, Sempest? Yeah. Was the other one? Because it's spelled with a seven. Yeah. I think I think he might says, say both, but maybe I was, I was chocolate chip tripping. But right. <laughs> I'll be honest. I haven't focused on this enough. Yeah, that's like, such a minor thing to do too. And his you know? his lyric his vocals are so far in the background in a lot yeah. of these, and there's so much reverb on them a lot of time, with the exception of uh, yeah. culling voices. We're not gonna. Look. This is the longest one. This is almost six. It's probably the most song. like aggressive tool song in a while, for sure. Um, like most raw. This is the one that you said to me, and I had already agreed that it it's got like a Metallica sound yeah. to it. The guitar tone at 120 to me sounds a lot. Like a, a cr- lot of gain, a lot of like high. Yeah, lots of treble. Yeah. See, this riff is like, you can just make a riff out of anything, man. Well, and also, that that also sounds like some stuff on Anima. Yeah. Like, there's, um, that's oh, not. Oh, that one, what's the one song that starts out with like the organ? And uh, then- yeah. Um, that one is, uh. Um, yeah. What song is that? I can't remember what it's called. Um, uh, push. No, that's not push it. Oh, we're doing bad right you gotta now. Gotta look it up, bro. Yeah, here, talk for a minute, dude. If you talk, I'll be able to find it. What do I talk about, dude? You are a podcast co-host. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to figure out something to say. So I think this album might be like a breakthrough or it's just another tool thing because I really hope people start doing this so people buy more physical copies of albums, which will lead more the better music, more people talking about music face-to-face. They won't be like, you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Like, I hope it just opens that door again, which I think so. Like, I think a lot of... Yeah. What song is this? Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Finish what you're saying, though. Like, a lot of... I think that this decade is going to be, like, the next um, good music decade. Because, like, the 2000... Yeah. The 2000 to 2010 was good music you know you had like in the 90s there's a long time of good music uh, mm-hmm. because you had like jet white stripes rap was people a lot of people like rap yeah but then like to 2012 like i remember i was like uh just graduated high school and like the florida georgia Lions song just came out it was like that rap country stuff i'm like oh no <laughs> <laughs> and i was like how i mean not against any that music but like Play me a song, you make me want to roll my windows down a cruise. Like, do you have to be that literal? Like, you know what I mean? Well, okay. 
I totally get your point and agree. Yeah. But that's kind of what country is. Right. Like country is so much of a... But it's more of like a story. I'm just telling you a story. Yeah. It's like... it's. But like I would compare Brooks. it to a children's book. Well, like, no look, offense to country. Yeah. But like... Because I, I can... I can chow down on some Dark Crystal every once in a while. Like, that's a kid's show. Yeah. Kid's movie or whatever. But it's good. Because sometimes you just need something completely literal and simple. But that is what country music is. Not all. But, like, I mean, like, uh, like Johnny Cash. Sure. In yeah. Garth Brooks, like, the Thunder Road. I should say modern know? country. Yeah. But, um, but that was, like, the 80s. You know, 80s pop. You know, people, like. Right. It's all about, like getting getting chicks and drinking yeah. and partying and whatever but i think like now people are like starting to like go back to like guitars and like why i told you I like i like lizzo yeah because there's like legit like music in that like album man it's yeah. good yeah i'll have to play some stuff man there's yeah. like one song that like is like sounds like old pink floyd really yeah it's cool okay anyway um i tried man no that was good you did a good job and and well, I love your young enthusiasm yeah. that like music's gonna come back. I tools doing their part. I I'm a little more cynical. I kind of feel like the reason there has to be a wet pond, wet bandits podcast in the world is because maybe it's over. Well, I mean, I think like the sound is over, but I hope the attitude isn't. Oh yeah, you know what okay. I mean. Like yeah, that's what I'm asking. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, just play what you play that's what rock and roll is man. Right. it's not like the actual guitars it's like no the yeah. attitude mm-hmm. you know what that's I mean? that's true yeah so i hope that's back that's yeah. why i like lizzo it's like she just out there doing her thing man mm-hmm. it's just like she's unapologetically yeah so that's if the, that's what sometimes that's why i worry that i'm not rock and roll enough because i do care yeah. Like sometimes I care that that's why it's been hard for me to write songs in my life is cuz I'll like second guess them too much. Yeah. When the key is probably like you got to just do it. And now that, Tool's that, second Tool you can't write a song like that without ever retooling. But what what happens with people like me is you write something you try to add to it and then you're like by the time you get around to fixing what you didn't like before you don't think what you did the first time was that cool anymore yeah it gets old but well it's like you know i'm not the best singer man but i still like to write songs and sure sing them you know by the way that reminds me um uh one of our listeners uh said to me oh i did i tell you he texted me and he was like hey who who does the opening song it's like that's fucking slammy b it's a, a ridge a composition and performed written yeah. and performed by but then i realized that i think he he had just started listening uh-huh. it's possible he was listening to the first season song oh what was but that? i don't think so that was the original that i wrote for my high school oh. but I, i'm pretty sure that it, he was talking about yours yeah because it's better for it's a better recording for one it sounds more like it could like my recording sounds like i recorded it on a single microphone onto mm. a computer Dude. yours actually sounds pretty good i recorded that in a garage dude it sounds good every yeah. time i hear it i'm like you could have fooled me yeah you know i like that the natural reverb the yeah. garage has the snare Pop. that's the best part yeah is the snare at the anyway so he also had a craig's crazy question for us oh do you want it's been we a while we should save it for next week because i need to give you time to think about it it's a good one 
Are you sure? Yeah, I want to save it because right. we're already like uh, fifty-six minutes in. Anyway, <laughs> this is coming a, in becoming a real tool song. Dude. This episode, dude, we have episodes that are like one twenty though. I know that's true, but the problem with this one, as I but like already one song, said, not an album, right? And this this album, there's just not. We don't really have. We don't have much to say about. it. I know it, that. Really. Like I've been watching people like kind of dissect this album, and they're like. <laughs> they literally play like what we're doing they're like all right i mean like <laughs> yeah you heard it yes <laughs> <laughs> i lost brain cells in yeah. a good way like they blew up yeah i we do want to get to let's point out why this is an adam jones album yeah okay so we're gonna we're gonna go back to the 740 mark this is a note i made to made to myself where and i quote from my google notepad the fastest shit ever Holy shit. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> so, a couple things are happening there. The, I'm allergic. The craziest guitar Dude, what's stuff. crazy is like he's going, he's going like this way and then this way, like with the fingers. Yeah. You know, is he picking all those notes? It's honest to God, it's too fast for me yeah. to tell. My initial feeling is No. But I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And I know there's guys who can play faster, but it's not as tight. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, we're pointing this out as sort of like an Adam Jones, like, look at what a baller he is. But what really is baller is that the three of them yeah. can have that so tight. So tight. I mean, they're just like relying on each other not to fuck up. Right. You know? And the count, like, the, yeah. the time signature is weird, too. So it's not like, dum, dum, dum. Like they're playing straight the bass and drums, and then right. he's doing that. Right. You know? Yep. Exactly. Like there's a lot of trust involved yeah. there. Um, I forget the sneezing made me. I there was something I was gonna say. And I forgot what it was. Did I scare you? It it was it was loud. Did you get scared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, have you ever been scared? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, I have. Here's the other part. Uh, this is one you told me to fast forward to, and you were like, "It's the other fast one." This one's more of like trippy. Like what happened there? Adam Jones is like, he was a caterpillar and then he like transformed into a butterfly. <laughs> He's just like, Hold on. He just evolved. I, I have to, I have to timestamp this moment. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. It's just, yeah. It's like, dude, you just like, but like a butterfly from space. <laughs> yeah, like an extra, that's, tr- that's extraterrestrial. What, right. That's why it had so much wap. Yeah. That I, as I listened to that, I was like, that's the moment when I decided that Tempest is my favorite song. On oh there. yeah. Like that is so, that's the most guitar solo he really ever does, uh-huh. and 
But that's why I like him. It's like they're not guitar solos. They're like his solos are like rhythmic figure kind yeah. of things, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really play like a lot of high notes. He usually like no. sticks on like the first like three or four strings. That's really true. Yeah. Yeah. It, he's not a wailer. Yeah. Is, is what I would say. He doesn't. He doesn't wail, but he does shred a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That ca- I mean that covers it. We're not gonna. Like I said, the song's sixteen minutes long. So crazy um i wish i could remember what i was gonna say about that other song but maybe it'll come to me and i'll talk about it in a different episode or something but i mean we've been going for an hour it's probably about time to wrap this shit up you think well there's always cover cut and hidden gem now here's the deal like dude i think we should just rate the songs yeah yeah well yeah because we there's only only one single right now it's fear inoculum yeah and then we would never cover any of these. No. <laughs> um, and so that, yeah. And cutting them is difficult too. You can't do that. Yeah. Okay, we'll rank them, but I'll tell you, I was on the way over here thinking about it. I already said Tempest is my favorite, so Tempest would be my hidden gem if there was such a thing. Okay. And this, I think, would be the first album where the song I would cover for the Wet Bandits and the song I would cut are the same. Fear Inoculum. Oh yeah, that's the one I, we would cover, and I would. It's also my least favorite, so yeah. I'd cut it. But that doesn't mean it's bad. It's just it. It's the most. I, see, it, I, I like that song because it's like so. Like when I first got this album, I was like listening to like the the sounds that the was yeah. playing on the screen, and then like fear, the beginning of Fear Inoculum is like the same kind of texture. You yeah. Know? So I feel like that's part of the album, dude. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. I, the only reason I'm cutting it is just because I kind of find the other songs punchier. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. And I'm not counting Chocolate Chip Trip in there as a yeah. song you can cut. But anyway, you want? how do you want to rank them? You want to rank songs? Yeah. Do you have it in your head? Kind of. Okay, do it. I think it might be Numa, then Tempest. Numa being the best. Yeah. Or just favorite. Let's go with favorite. That's what I meant, yeah. yeah. And then probably Invincible. And then maybe it's like descending. Are we counting in chocolate chip trip? I wouldn't, yeah. unless you want to. No. So there's my first three. So I got another three. Probably descending. Yep. And then probably fear inoculum and calling voices. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Mine goes. I have to look at the song names for reference, but Tempest is one mm-hmm. for me. Um, actually. Culling Voices is two. Oh, yeah? For me, yeah. Um, in fact, I'm finding, I think, ooh, I might almost go in order backwards. Oh, really? Well, no, I think Numa's three. Yeah. So, I, which is song two. So, you've got <laughs> to, to throw out a bunch of numbers that are <laughs> confusing yeah. to everyone. So, I think I got Tempest one, Culling Voices two, Numa three, Descending four, Invincible five, Fear Inoculum is my least favorite, which is the best least favorite song that yeah. I can think of that I've had on an album in a long time. Dude, this album is just, dude, do you think? When the album. <laughs> <laughs> dude, but seriously, like, I like this album a lot. It, like, it's so long, and I like that. I like long, like, Metallica's my favorite band. and True. They have, like, 10-minute song, 8-minute yeah. to 10-minute songs. Yep. And I like the, um, when you listen to it, there's always something new to find. Yeah. And I think it puts you to the test, man. Like, now I can listen to, like, a lateral Alice and, like, be like, oh, that's a piece of cake, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's true. 
Um, so I know that on Friday when we had only had the album f- for like a couple hours, we were like, well, we're not going to be able to rank this uh-huh. with the other albums like we always do because it's not fair. And it's, to be clear, still not fair Yeah, to rank it. But I think, do you want to? It's the first two album that I've liked all songs. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think... If I was re-rank, if I were to re-rank and I had to today, I think this is number one. Think, and I'm not just saying that to like yeah. get listens. Like here's the best Tool album. I really think it's the best. Yeah. Um, because of exactly what you said, and part of it is like Tool cheating because they in the past they've always put their like interlude, like fake, like noise making songs. Uh-huh on the record and they took them off this and just put them on digital so yeah. all you have here are seven maybe six which is like on raw it. in a way yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. which is cool yeah so they they took the real songs and put them on here yeah and that's all you have and it is a full seven course meal yeah and it it's all delicious yeah dude the burps taste good man the burps taste good or as i put it on friday less eloquently it's a lot of insoluble fiber <laughs> there's a lot to digest your body is gonna work yeah. to digest it um it is um who i don't know masterpiece isn't the word i throw around a lot and i'm not sure it's the you got. You need more time. It is more of like an art form. I feel like. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like a here, a so, whole picture kind of thing. You can't get rid of any of the songs. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So what I was gonna add to that was that I think in in for a lack of a better way, knowing that it's not fair to rank these. And by the way, that would make my current ranking, Fear Inoculum, Ten Thousand Days. Uh, anima, lateralis, opiate, undertow, in that order. Um, knowing that it's not fair to do that, having the album for three or four days, um, I think that I think that I can be objective enough to like look into the future and be like, what album am I most likely to pull out mm. and like listen to it? And this is, I don't think it's just because it's new. I think this is yeah. it. I think yeah. this is the one that I'm going to want to listen to all the time. Yeah. And you can just like leave it in your car. Yeah. Forever. Right. You know, it's just like. Mm-hmm. It's the Ocean's Eleven of CDs. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's good, man. Yeah. Like, I, there hasn't been an album in a long time where I like, I like, I'm sitting on the couch. And I'm like, I just want to listen to this album. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of like watching TV, I'd rather like listen to this and than watch TV. That's a good way to, I was going to say the same thing, not about TV, but like we play music so much. I think I've said this before. We play it so much that I actually get tired of listening to Uh it. So like I listen to podcasts or I listen to talk radio on my way home from gigs, Yeah. but I'll like pop this in and be like, shoot. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. Shit. All right. Dude, I don't know. Is there anything else you've got to say? Dude, five stars only. Five stars only. Um, Get wet. Well, hold on. You, you jumped too early. <laughs> you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you don't jump too early, you asshole. Um, we will get wet. But first, we should also mention 
The next week is the palate cleanser week. So with the theme sticking with the soundtracks theme for season three, who knows how long season three will be. It could be over a year long. Dude, it could be like 13 years long. Yeah, who knows? Just like Tool. Yeah. So soundtracks, we're going to go over the Coneheads soundtrack next week. Something special for you on YouTube also. Uh, The reason we picked Coneheads is because the most famous song off the Coneheads soundtrack has certainly got to be Soul to Squeeze from Red Hot Chili Peppers, who some people really think is like their favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers song full stop. You know, like it it, it does. People like that song. Yeah, a lot. Um, So... That means that the discography we're going to cover after that is Red Hot Chili Peppers, which will be a deep dive. It's going to be really interesting because already we have people being like, I want to come on because I want to talk about how much the Red Hot Chili Peppers suck. So it's to me, it's already going to be interesting. Like, yeah. They're mega famous. Red Hot Chili Peppers are mega famous, and but they have a lot of people who do not care for what they yeah. do. Um and frankly, I think I'm going to have some albums in there that I'm going to be like, ooh, I don't know. I don't even so, have their 80s stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I bought, <laughs> I also, I was, I, I bought uh, their self-titled, which will be the first one is, we go is over. Is that Freaky? Freak- no, Freaky Styley, I think, is second. Oh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, really? The, yeah, is the oh. first one. Um, if I like it, I'll buy Freaky Styley. If I buy, I just need to buy them to have If them. I like Freaky Styley, I will buy like the uplift mofo party plan or whatever it comes next. Oh really? You know, yeah. Like, so I have to like the previous one to buy the next one. Otherwise I'm not buying new red hot chili yeah. peppers. So that's my plan. Um, but next week again, cone heads. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, we're going to be doing our, we're going to be doing our filming, uh, or filming and podcast day at nostalgia brewing in Gahanna date. Still yet to be determined, but we have. We want you. We to want be you there. to be there. We've already got. Hold on, let me think about it. One, two, three, four, potentially five guests lined up. So that covers many albums. They're filling up fast. Are we doing all the Chili Peppers there? No. Okay. No, because I think they have like. 10. That'd be like eleven. <laughs> that would be a lot to cover. So, uh, you know what? I I think you're okay to say it now. Get wet. Get. <laughs> Also, bye. 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 How many times, how many different ways can you say bye? Just like with an accent. Bonjour. Is that, was that what that? <laughs> Hasta luego. Bye. That's what I'm like. Aloha. That means goodbye also, right? Dude, bye. Bye bye. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Peace out. Goodbye. <laughs> good journey. That's from Masters of the Universe. They don't say goodbye. They say good journey. Good journey. Bye. Um, I already said peace out. Peace Fuck out. off. Peace <laughs> Fucking asshole. Eat shit. Eat shit. <laughs> Bye. Hey, yeah.
time she fucks up, I, I bring it up. I'm like, you know, Taylor's a dumbass. Like, she doesn't get it. She doesn't get this. And lately she's been asking me, since I'm the shoe buyer, she asked me if we can get these shoes, and they're always stupid. So she asked if I could get the Nike Revolution 4s, which is like a $40 Walmart shoe. And I texted my boss again. I was like, guess what Taylor's asking for a Nike Revolution 4? And he was like, normally my boss is like, hey, man, like, we're on the same team. Like, just, I mean, he thinks I'm being funny, but he's also like, dude, just get her what she wants or whatever. This time he... So anyway, th this is what 